Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome or welcome back to Making Friends Made Simple. My name is Ian Khan and I'm a certified life and friendship coach where I help you develop the skills and find the confidence to create meaningful friendships. And today we are talking about a topic that just came to me literally an hour ago. I want to talk to you about the number one way your friendships create your future life. And I honestly think this is something that hasn't really been talked about or considered a lot, especially in the context of friendship. So I'm really excited to bring this idea to you. I think this is an area that really intersects like between friendships and self-development in general. And as we all know, especially if you're listening to this podcast, it's really important and incredible and amazing to have lifelong friends. And I think this is an area where we really get to emphasize why our friends actually affect us more than we might even consciously realize and have access to for better or for worse, right? So on the positive side where we have great friends and on the sort of other side or negative side where we have friends who aren't maybe as great for us or friends who are just kind of lukewarm. I'll just get into it right here. The reason why your friends create your future is because the inputs that your friends give you, be it conscious or non-conscious are the inputs that are affecting the quality of your thinking. Bear with me here because the quality of your thoughts will affect the emotions that you feel on a day-to-day basis and the emotions that you feel on a day-to-day basis will drive your actions and the actions that you take will create your future life and your current life through the results that you have in your life. We talk a lot about this in self-development spaces in the context of past experiences. We always ask ourselves, why do I just randomly have these thoughts and think like this, especially when they're thoughts that hold a lot of emotional weight? Well, it's because of the inputs that we've had growing up, including the TV shows we watched, the family members we had, the teachers we had, and the friends who we exposed ourselves to growing up or the friends who we were exposed to. And I think it's really interesting to consider this in the context of the future because we don't always talk about that as much. The thoughts that we're thinking right now are a result of the inputs we've had in the past. Therefore, logically speaking and just following this train of thought, the thoughts, feelings, actions, and life experience we're going to have in the future will be colored by the inputs we're receiving right now. And why is this important in the context of friendships? Well, our friendships are inputs that we actually have a lot of control over. If we're maybe living with family members or, or, um, I'm forgetting the word, roommates. If we're living with roommates or any kind of living situation or commuting situation or any situation where we don't have a lot of easy control over, we can't control the inputs that we have on a day-to-day basis. If your partner or your roommate is watching a television show that you don't really care for, can't really control as easily the inputs that you're getting from that TV show or or from whatever container you're in versus the friends you have, you do have a lot of control over. And the reason why that is important is because we're naturally in our day-to-day lives going to have a lot of inputs that we can't necessarily control and inputs that will naturally kind of bring us down. If we're taking a bus drive to to work and we see two people fighting on the bus or outside of the bus on the street, it's going to make us feel a little bit icky inside and a little bit bad. And it's going to lower our vibration a little bit. It's going to 
be giving us inputs that will affect the quality of our thoughts in a negative way like you know consciously oh man there's just a lot of terrible things in this world you know people are fighting this sucks and even non-consciously too and I want to make a really important point about what I mean when I say non-conscious because I think in self-development spaces we get a little bit jumbled up with like non-conscious subconscious uh, unconscious even so I just want to be really clear for me how I'm using this and you know based on psychology it's like the thoughts and our experiences that aren't readily available to us in our brain. So even ones that we're not necessarily consciously thinking all the time, but do have an effect on us. That's what I mean by like non-conscious thoughts or experience or feelings that we're kind of experiencing without conscious thoughts being tied to them. So you can't actually control a lot of the thoughts and inputs that you have on your day-to-day life. We have like 60,000 thoughts. Most of them are relatively benign and inconsequential like there's a table there there's a glass of water that I just filled whatever it may be but your friends you do have a lot of control over so if you have a friend who's constantly and consistently celebrating you for your wins and is holding you through your losses those are inputs that you're getting it's not just having a friend who does all those things which is you know great on its own but you're also assimilating and integrating these really important inputs in your life that I believe and I know to be true will affect you moving forward and subsequently will affect your future life. Even on a conscious basis, like for all of you who have mentors and gurus, I know I have one really central and prevalent guru in my life, Brooke Castillo, the creative life coach school. And I hear her voice in my head all the time, like, when I'm trying to allow food urges to pass through my body or when I'm trying to control my emotions, I will literally like hear her voice in my head. So you might even have that experience with your friends. And I know I certainly do when I'm wanting to be myself. If I ask myself, like, what would so-and-so say about this situation right here? How would they talk to you right now? So it can even be a really conscious experience. So a lot of it will be non-conscious and automatic, which is why we have to be extra careful because it's not always super overt and clear to us what the effect of our friends' words and cues and, and nonverbal cues and all the things are when it comes to the quality of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and life experience. It's really interesting to think about because a majority of our life is not actually... It's really interesting to think about because the majority of our friendships are non-experienced when we're actually with our friends. If you look at our day-to-day lives, we spend a vast minority of our time actually talking to our friends or spending time with them. Even if we're the type of person who has a lot of friends, it's like you're not going to see each of them individually that much. I want to say it's like less than probably 5% of your life is spent with your friends, which is really interesting to think about. But you're still experiencing the friendship even when you're not with them through, again, your thoughts, your feelings, your subsequent actions and life experience. Part of that is being colored by the inputs that your friend gives you or even just the thoughts you have about them as you're like, you're passing. I know for me, I have a dear friend who, we have a lot of memories on this one street. We drive together a lot down and I just have like these landmarks where I have some very specific memories with her and I'm even getting happy. See, like I'm getting happy talking about it with you right now. Like that is affecting my feelings, my motivation, my actions to continue doing this podcast and being motivated to do all the things in in my coaching business. 
which ultimately affects my life, right? And, and my business even, right? So there's so many clear ties there too. But I digress. It's like, and that's kind of the more positive, fluffy, fun aspect. You know, you know, your friends are amazing and celebratory. And therefore, the thoughts that you're thinking are equally as amazing and celebratory. But what about when you have friends that aren't good for you, who aren't actively celebrating you in a way you deserve to be celebrated? Or friends who are just kind of lukewarm with you? I know we have all, a lot of these friends, or I, I know I don't really anymore, but for a lot of us, we have friends who are just like, kind of okay with but they also make the one-off comment that we're not super happy with but we'd rather be with them than be alone I really want us to think about these kind of friends here because it's like lukewarm friends will create lukewarm quality thoughts in your brain through the inputs that they're giving you of course we have other inputs that affect again the quality of our thoughts but friends are ones that we can control very readily and relatively easily compared to a lot of the other inputs in our life. So I think it's really important for that reason to consider the friendships we are engaging in moving forward. And remember friends, your future only exists in your mind and it doesn't actually exist in any kind of way outside of our brains. It's only the present that we experience. So it's like it, it our future is experienced through our thoughts. It's not even like a a roundabout way in that sense it's like it's literally our future is our current thinking and our current thinking is going to be affected by the friends we have in our day-to-day -day lives and things that they say and don't say the things that they do and don't do so why not be super conscientious and mindful about that i always like to leave you with some kind of actionable tip on how you can actually put especially this being such a theoretical concept into motion in your life and i would offer here that the friendship audit is a beautiful tool you can use. It's something I do with my one-to-one -one clients in depth, and we spend some time on it, talking through it. But essentially what it is, is taking a look at the friends you have in your life and actively deciding if you would choose that friendship today. And I'm not saying you have to actually re-choose and have the conversation, but just knowing for yourself, for your self-awareness, if you would choose the friendship today. And we need to be really careful of the sunk cost fallacy here. You know, the idea of, well, I've invested so much into something, therefore I should just kind of keep it or continue having it in my life. This can come up a lot with friendships where it's like, oh, it's been X amount of years. Maybe it's been a decade. I don't want to throw all that away. Totally fine. Totally up to you. Just know that you're engaging in what many would call a fallacy there, right? And... I think this re-choosing exercise is really useful because even if you're deciding that, yeah, I want to keep this friend in my life, you get to access all the positive reasons why you're re-choosing them. And it can be super useful for you to even up-level the current friendships you have. And maybe you will decide, like, I don't want this friendship anymore. The person who I am today does not align with this friendship. Therefore, I'm going to choose to take steps to complete the friendship or create some distance in the friendship whatever works for you i'm definitely going to do a full episode on the friendship audit and i think it definitely deserves you know a whole episode for for just because it's such an interesting concept that's really transformed my life and my clients lives so definitely look forward to that in terms of coming attractions but overall my friends just remember the friendships that you are choosing to engage in in your day-to-day -day life will affect at some level the quality of your thoughts.
The quality of your thoughts affects the quality and experience of the emotions you have on a day-to-day basis. Those emotions will drive your actions, which will create your life experiences and your future. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. If you want to take this work a little bit deeper, if you want to get a little bit more intentional and nitty and gritty about your friendships, then definitely feel free to book your complimentary 60-minute friend-finding gameplay call where we will together figure out what your main challenges and friendships, and I'll leave you with at least one actionable step that you can take to improve the quality of your friendships and have the friendship life that you and I both know you deserve. You can also, in the show notes, access my free How to Make One New Friend in Three Steps training where I take you through the three steps to make one new friend. And we'll go from there. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next week with a new episode.